Hello guys and welcome to this week's edition of the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, this is uh, this was a, a podcast this weekend that almost didn't happen. I was um, I was really ill this week actually. Uh, I'm very I'm usually really good at things like this. My immune system is usually fantastic. I very rarely get ill. Um, and you know, I was I think I mentioned a while ago on the show that my my uh, my little boy and my wife were, were ill with a stomach bug, and I was kind of really smug. I was like, ah, oh, I haven't got no bug. My immune system, look at me, I'm so strong. And then a week later, I ended up coming down with it. I actually had to call in sick from work, and you know, I was on the sofa feeling sorry for myself, as guys do. Um, and so I wasn't really in. Well, I could have done an interview, but I just didn't want to invite people around and make them poorly too. So I was meant to speak to the guys from Slap. You may have heard about Slap. Um, they're, they're doing a lot of great things around uh, Shrewsbury. They are, it's more than just litter picking, I suppose. They they get together as a team and they take areas of Shrewsbury and they completely clear them of all the rubbish, dangerous things and other things that are unsightly um, in an area and they completely clear them up. I'm in, I'm in awe of these guys and what they do for the community. So I was I was looking forward to speak to them and I'm, I'm really sorry that I had to cancel, but I just didn't want to give you my germs, you know. And... Um, but towards you know the end of the week, I was feeling a lot better, um, a lot better in fact, and uh, so I kind of felt really guilty about not bringing a show this weekend. So, so I I reached out on Thursday, I think it was Thursday. I reached out and uh, I put a message on our group if anybody would like to come in and do an interview. You know, it was very short notice, on the spot. I, I, I in all, in all honesty, I wasn't expecting anyone to get back to me. I thought I was going to have to. Just, you know, have a break for the weekend. But um, Claire from uh, Lovely Land got in touch and um, on that day uh, agreed to come round my house and to, to record the podcast that you're about to listen to. And it's all about Lovely Land. Uh, Claire has put together uh, a great community project uh, where they, they work all around all different parts of Shrewsbury to try and get kids um, and people out in the gardens growing vegetables and you know, it's a great, it's a great, another great example of um, Shrewsbury and how people in the community want to do things for others, and it's, a, it's so commendable. And it's, it's not, it's not something that is, um, I've seen a lot of in in towns that I've lived around. Um, it's not something that you see everywhere, and um, it's just another example of of what makes Shrewsbury great. So thank you to Claire, and she brought Alison along as well because they're creating a yarn bombing event. You've heard me uh, mention it before on the show, but I wanted to get to know a bit more. It's a nice little half an hour uh, podcast, a nice little soundbite for you guys to listen to, and there's a lot of information there. And I think um, you know you'll all agree with me that they're doing an amazing, amazing thing. Just like the guys from Slap, you know, just like from everybody else that's kind of trying to do things for the community with the community you know and uh, it was a really good uh, a really good I wasn't quite with it I mean I like to when I do shows uh, I'm quite a bit I'm a bit of a workaholic I'm constantly working on my material and, and bits for the show and uh, and that short space of time I had my little boy during the day so I didn't have a lot of time to sit research write notes and things so it was very on the spot kind of chat but it was it, these guys are so lovely and they're such so easy to chat to that we, we created a really nice little podcast so thank you to Claire thank you to Alison thank you to everyone at Lovely Land that's doing what you're doing because it makes me proud I'd like to uh, get involved with the the arm bombing project uh, I might even make a pom-pom or two it's not a promise 
but uh, <laughs> the, but the intentions are there. I gotta say. Any listeners of the show, I encourage you to have a look in your in your in your wardrobes or wherever you've got uh, little bits of wool. If you've got anything that you can help with this project, if you've got bits of yarn you don't use anymore, any needles you don't use anymore. If you're young guys and you don't knit, you know, knit or whatever, ask your parents, ask your folks, ask your grandparents if they've got any spare yarn, and uh, get in touch with me. And uh, I'd love to turn up to one of these uh, the meetings. Yeah, they meet up in pubs sometimes and and, and have, an, have knitting sessions. I'd love to turn up one day with a box full of yarn. Um, I'll, I'll try and get around and try and find some bits for them to help out, um, because it's not just the the yarn bombing. The on the twentieth of April when they do it as well, they have like a kids nature trail and the Easter egg hunt. They kind of do everything for everybody. So, if we can all help out, I think we should, um, because I think it's a very worthwhile course. And uh, also on a separate note, but regarding this show, I wanted to thank everybody, and um, you know. <sighs> From the bottom of my heart, the show's just reached a thousand downloads, um, and it shows that this show is working. You know, a lot of people are getting involved. A lot of people really enjoy listening to it. You know, we get a lot of nice messages about what the show does, and have you know, people enjoy listening to it. It's almost like an audio magazine. You know, you get to listen to what's going on around your town, and I, I'm really, really proud of of where the show's gone and how it's grown. And I wanted to thank you guys. And, you know, I'm actually leaving the show as it is. I'm, I'm actually working on a couple, bringing a couple of little bits to the show. Um, we had this, uh, one of my friends, Shane, um, who you will hear on the show at some point. He works with me on another podcast. I, I love Shane. Um, he he come up with this great idea, um, something called Memoirs of a Salopian, where we uh, speak to people... Um, People that lived in the town for many, many a decade. Uh, I want to speak to people about, you know, kind of where they used to work, the schools they used to go to, the pubs they used to drink in and, and things they used to do around the town, you know, because the town changes all the time. It'd be nice to give you guys uh, some a, a bit of, um, you know, a bit of a bit of nostalgia. It'd be great if it, it come accompanied with a, a few photos and things as well, because it's nice. I mean, you see on For the Love of Shrewsbury uh, from and, you know, all these great old pictures of, of, of Shrewsbury it'd be great if a story came with those pictures you know really good idea something I think we should work with uh, I also have something else I can't really talk about at the moment but it's a fantastic idea that would be um, a great way of working with um, other parts of journalism and things through town that we might be able to bring to the show uh, so like we're growing and I've started doing 10am updates on the Facebook group things like that you know and you know what you can get in contact as well please do get in contact with the, the show if you've got a story about um, Shrewsbury if you've got a concern if there's something you're trying an event that you're trying to push like Lovely Land like you know there are so many things that I've mentioned on the show it, like if you really just want to get in touch uh, please do you can contact me on via um twitter uh, we are at the shoes bb1 you can speak to me on the facebook group we've got there um instagram as well i've you know and also you can email me if you want to go old school and email me we are shrewsbury biscuit podcast at gmail.com i've got a website yet so we haven't got a professional email but we will do soon thank you guys this is um a great episode and i hope you enjoy it um i'll leave you with me and claire and allison and i'll catch you guys next week i hope you enjoy this one any notes just drop me a line peace out guys
guys, thank you very much for joining me on the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Uh, a very impromptu kind of uh, show we've put together. I was meant to work with uh, the, girl, the guys from Slap. Uh, I was meant to be interviewing them on Wednesday, but I come down with a stomach bug. So my, my immune system just betrayed me and I, I had to cancel that show. And I felt really bad. So I said, to, I, said I was like, I really need someone to come on. And you guys offered and a sh- such a short notice today. I know, you're, you're no, here. no problem. Thanks for having us. So thank you very much. So introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, well, my name's Claire and I uh, run Lovely Land. Which yeah. Is, yeah, which is a social enterprise that works with um, children and community groups to grow yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. And Alison is here with me. Hello. Yes, I'm Alison. Um, I've got a little business called Romy Design, which is based in the Market Hall, where I am a designer and maker. Oh, so you're in the market. Oh, I love that place. I, I've been trying, dying to do something with that. I just, it's just such a big place. I don't want to sit there with a microphone. It's just so much to take in, isn't it? But yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, lovely land. Um, I first got your, the attention from the yarn bombing. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get onto that in a bit from the, the Facebook group of that. Uh, and I had a good read of what lovely land is and it hit me right in the feels, you know, that, that, that community spirit sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, a big passion really um the gardening the growing and the food on one side and then working with kids connecting them with nature um you know just getting their hands literally dirty where, where is uh, lovely land based then where is well it? you see lovely land isn't just one place it's everywhere we have lovely land gardens uh, all over the place so wherever we work or deliver a project that that's lovely land Oh, fantastic. So where, where have you got them then, these gardens? So we work with a few schools in Shrewsbury itself. Yeah. Um, we also work with some community gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this um, sort of year, what we're doing is working in Castle Fields in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole of Castle Fields is going to become a little bit lovely land. That's fantastic. <laughs> See, you've got a spread across the town and you you can communicate with different areas of the town, I guess, with these gardens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we work here in Bellevue as well in uh, Holy Trinity, at the play group there. We're helping them create their garden, um, develop it and just make it accessible for the kids to use it. And then we all, we all pop in and we sort of take lots of different seeds and vegetables and help them grow some food. Fantastic. Well, where did this begin? Well, where did the idea come from to start something like this? Well, I've always been a keen gardener, so that's always been there for me. And then um, I used to teach, so I have a sort of background in education. Um, And then since having little ones, I've just seen like how important it is for them to be outside, to get, you know, to get active, to get dirty um, and to understand where food comes from. There seems to be a lot uh, in Shrewsbury. That's kind of a lot of activities you don't really have to pay for or pay a lot of money for anyway for for children and i see that as a great thing i mean i've lived all over the place you don't see that everywhere and you contribute to that so that's fantastic you know well we, we do that because we we have people supporting us so the um the town council is supporting us in this castlefields project in and particular why wouldn't year. they it's of an amazing course. idea and they should do it more often <laughs> um and you, you have a great support with you so alison's here with you what, what what do you do towards the the project you just work together with it or um so in terms of um working together with lovely lands i help um claire out with some graphics and kind of flyers Ooh. and things like that really yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's great um, oh. But in terms of the uh, yarn bombing project, I've basically just become a uh, manic crochet and knitter <laughs> and uh, can't make stuff fast enough. <laughs> and soon to be wonderful veg grower as well. Oh, yes. I'm going to participate in uh, the growing a spud on my front doorstep. So Castlefields is a really good area for kind of front little courtyard areas. Okay. Um, 
And at the minute, most people just use it for storing their wheelie bins and uh, recycling. <laughs> yeah. So it's really nice because Claire's got this project where the kids have kind of got their potato sacks and are growing potatoes <laughs> and having their own little lovely lands out the front of their house. And uh, I don't have children myself, but I wanted some potatoes. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to participate. What a strange thing to think about. People growing like their own vegetables in their bin cupboards. That's amazing. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's just that cute little uh, courtyard outside the front of the houses. Um, and yeah, the recycling stuff normally sort of sits there. So to have stuff, especially food, growing out the front, then uh, I think that's a good thing. Everyone's becoming more kind of nature aware now, aren't they? Especially with the single-use plastics and the recycling and and things like this, growing your own food. You know? Yeah, the environmental impact. Um, I think on especially on the reduced plastics sort of um, ethos that's out there at the moment is fantastic. And anything that we can do to sort of supplement that and work with that, I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, there is a there's a, a serious problem with overcharging of foods and vegetables and things in certain supermarkets. Um, so if you teach people to grow their own vegetable. It, cancels out the problem right well it's amazing i mean not everyone has a space especially in a yeah. town to do that but um especially this particular community project it shows you that you can actually grow food in, in it's in not about being spaces. sustainable it's about having the know-how yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody can afford to grow a farm in their back garden <laughs> <laughs> so um okay when did lovely lands begin when did it begin well we're in, we're in our fifth year now so wow. we've uh, yeah and i've had two children in that time so it's been busy um but we've grown sort of project on project um and you know this it, this year's sort of our strongest year so hopefully we'll keep going and uh, and get bigger and better do you have many sort of volunteers around it we do yeah we we sort of each project's quite different really um especially in terms because you're trying to get the funding to support these uh, these projects in the community so some are working in schools and then some are working um, with smaller groups or um sort of quite large groups or whole communities like this castle field one so they're they're all quite unique so what you know what you need for each one is, is quite different um, and this particular one this year has been, we need loads of volunteers, hence Alison sat next to me. Um, I knew <laughs> that she was really handy with knitting needles, <laughs> so I recruited her for the yarn bombing project. Okay, and what is the, what is the yarn bomb? I know what the yarn bombing project is, but let's tell people what it is. Okay, well, this this one's actually got nothing to do with growing food, so no, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's sort of, but it's, it's grown quite organically from the community project. Um... So there's a there's a bridge in Castle Fields. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really big, um, and quite it seems to be getting bigger by the day as well. <laughs> it's, it's quite ugly. It's not pretty, is it? It's not pretty in the slightest. Shrewsbury has a lot of bridges, so uh, th- this one isn't one of the pretty ones. I'm sure there's a solution for that. <laughs> um, so there was this sort of trend happening in Castlefield where um, residents were putting padlocks on the bridge. You might have heard of that happening all over the world, and really famous bridges. There weren't loads of padlocks on the bridge. There was, you know, maybe about 30. 30 Sentimentally, you know. there was... Absolutely. They put their, engraved their initials onto it or um, commemorate like a uh, event or a birthday or a, a celebration. Yeah. So, um, and they were padlocking them to the bridge and then throwing the key in the river. Um, and just before Christmas, I believe, the council t- took the padlocks off. Um, and I sort of, I had a padlock on there, given me, and my daughter had one on for her fourth birthday. And I just thought it was a bit of a shame, really. So um, the yarn bombing is a bit of a positive sort of response to that act, really. We decided that instead of padlocks, we'd decorate it with wool. 
It's cute rebellion. That's what it is. <laughs> it's so, mo- a mama rebellion. <laughs> uh, who, whose idea was it to do this then? The yarn bombing. Where did it come from? Well, I it was I just thought I'll just knit some bunting and put it up. And then I spoke to other people and said, hey, I really want to do this thing. And then they all went, that's such a great idea. And it escalated from there pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of people came with loads of ideas of what we could do. Really creative people um, just doing amazing things. I mean, some of the things that they've produced um, has been fantastic. So I have just made a bit of bunting. Well, a a lot of bunting. (laughs) Um, But other people have, have got really creative. Has it kind of snowballed? Has it kind of more people, more people, more people? Or is it just kind of... It has snowballed. I mean, the Facebook group, we've got nearly 100 people on the group now. And uh, we meet up once a week in the local pub and we sit and we knit and we have a pint and it's lovely. But the number of people that then message saying, oh, sorry, I can't make it to the pub. I've got this bunting that I've made. I've got this panel that I've created. Where can I drop it off? And it's happening (laughs) without us knowing about it, which is really quite incredible. I'm sitting here giggling because I'm just thinking of the idea of guys... And drinking beer or pe- people drinking beer whilst doing this are getting wonkier and wonkier. <laughs> <laughs> it gets up. slower the more drinks we have, that's for sure. <laughs> we do have a few sort of pauses and tuts in the middle of conversation. Oh, I just dropped a stitch. And, <laughs> but, uh, but on the whole, it's, it's going well, isn't it? It's really nice. Yeah, it's really good fun. And it amuses the locals in the pub greatly. What about youngsters? Have you had youngsters getting involved learning how to knit? Uh, so I'm due to go into one of the local schools next week, actually, yeah. and deliver an assembly on this. And we'll be making pom poms with them. Um, we've definitely had some local um, families, you know, people like mothers and daughters sitting down to do it. And we've had a, a lovely sort of bag of pom poms delivered um, to us from Maxine and Ben. Thank you, Ben, <laughs> who is four, I believe, who's helped been helping make pom poms. Um, we've had um, Steve, shout out to Steve in the pub, who regularly attended on a Tuesday night anyway. Which pub's this? Which pub's this? This is the Dog and Pheasant in Castlefields. Dog and Pheasant in Castlefields. Make sure you go for a pint there, people. Absolutely. Give him a shout out. I'm to do it properly. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Steve is the pom-pom king, isn't he? He is now. I think he's up to 130 at the moment. Yeah, he he comes in, he sits there with his pint, and I trade him a, a bag of wool. For a, for you know two bags of pom poms every week, so he's you know. Is it something he'd be proud to be known as the pom pom king? Well, I hope so because he is now. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is really good. I mean, you're getting people involved, and anything to do with getting the community together for whatever project it is, it's quite a romantic idea. I mean, how how long um, do you think this is gonna? How long has it been do it taking to put all this together? Like, when did you start it? Well, on my mic words model then. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, it's taken a lot of effort. It's taken a lot of effort um, on everyone's part. The volunteers. Um, uh, I've had loads of help organising, especially the yeah. um, yarn bombing. Um, Alison, who comes with me when I have to do podcasts and radio uh, interviews. <laughs> And um, Rachel, big shout out to Rachel, who organises like the weekly meetups. Yeah. Um, and then just everyone who sort of contributes with their ideas and um, just in loads of different ways. And but the wool donations that we've been getting as well. We've um, been really lucky. RKM Wools, who are based in Shrewsbury, have donated us so much wool that we, you know, we can kind of make a lot of pom-poms because of it. And then people have been donating within the community, kind of clearing out their cupboards and finding stuff. 
So uh, mm-hmm. it's been really good fun, hasn't it? It's been great. <laughs> yeah. Yarn from the past. <laughs> the support has been amazing. <laughs> have you had people that have surprised you? I guess Steve is probably one of them, but people that surprised you and be like, you can knit? I never knew. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, definitely Steve is, was the biggest surprise <laughs> when he when he turned up with his bag of pom- first bag of pom-poms. And they're very neat too. Well done, Steve. Um but I think the, you know, it crosses ages. It's um, some people who are just totally into knitting and crocheting and, and, and creating some amazing, gorgeous stuff. And Yeah, we've got a lady called Ruth who has just made the most beautiful panel. It's kind of got little ladybirds on it and flowers and the detail and work she's put into it is just incredible. So there's going to be some real sort of artworks up there as well. It's not just going to be sort of, sort of bright coloured bunting. Fantastic. I, I, I can't remember this bridge. I can't remember seeing it. You say it's big. How much are you having to create to build this bridge? I mean, is it, yeah, you got, when you say, when you say yarn bombing, is it just creating bunting from one side to the other? Or are you going to literally cover the, all the railings with it? We're covering the railings. So the bridge is kind of made up of mesh panels almost that yeah. edge it. And I think there are how many panels? 48 panels we can Yeah, there are 24 on each side. So we and, e- I, and each one measures five, foot five by, foot by three. three, and we're gonna. The aim is to try and cover every other one, and then um, the ones that we don't cover fully, we want to kind of string bunting across. So you know, the bridge is fully accessible for everyone to get over still, but the edges of the bridge are going to be glorious and yarny. And you've had a bit of a, you've had, you've had backing, haven't you, from from local local authorities and things like for this? Well, this, you know? this yarn bombing project is is sort of a spin off from the project that we started with Lovely Land. Um, we you know we've run a potato day in the community centre. Um, on the same day that we're going to be launching the yarn bombing, we're running an Easter trail for the children along the New River Path. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be super exciting. Loads of Easter eggs for their uh, if they if they collect the that's the magic amazing. word and. We're just going to like hang out on the green and play and just be outside. And Bring my little boy along. Yeah, here, do, right? do. It's amazing. Have it's... you got any like kids workshops going on where they can get involved with the knitting and things? Or is it just, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll be having the pom-pom makers there on the day so people can actually sort of get into it. You can make your own pom-pom makers. It's really easy to make a pom-pom as I well. I making a couple of years ago. It's cardboard and just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, if if you're out there and you're thinking, oh, I'd love to get involved, then please, you know, do YouTube pom-pom making. It, it's really easy. <laughs> and, and make a few, yeah. Well, I do happen to work a night shift where I get a couple of hours sometimes oh perfect talk to Steve it's addictive <laughs> apparently how many pom-poms you're going to need uh, you'll probably be like you know, give us something other than pom-poms I bet you've better put the no no it's a that. really big bridge we'll take whatever, whatever comes <laughs> I bet by the end of this you're going to be like you're going you're gonna to have nothing to do your hands are just going to be like oh well we're already discussing the next project so uh, oh really yeah it keeps coming up more the- ambitious or Oh, well, you've got to go bigger, haven't you? <laughs> well, we're hope. I mean, it's been such a positive response to the yarn bombing that we're hoping that the whole programme will be delivered as an annual event. The Potato Day was really successful, so we're hoping that will become an annual event. Um, as with the growing on the on the on the yards for the kiddies. What's the potato thing? Is it grow the biggest potato? Or the no, no, no. We had a we had a potato day, which is <laughs> I really like the idea of grow the biggest potato. Yeah, though. That's great. Or the, or the, the weirdest. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get some funny looking uh, veg when you grow it yourself. Um, so uh, a potato day is where you get just loads. Of, there's so many different varieties of potatoes. So if you're a grower you're kind of into getting the best potato, yeah. you know, the, the best roaster, the best chipper, uh, <laughs> you know, the best one to mash. You get purple potatoes, you know, lumpy potatoes, 
pink stripes, all sorts of things. So the potato day was all about having a, a, a range of uh, range of stuff out there for, for especially the kids to look at, just so they realise not all potatoes are round and white. There's nothing better than a kid wandering around a mysterious garden and poking at worms and wondering what's going on absolutely know? yeah and just and just connecting with the soil just messing about in the soil my one and a half year old at the moment is he digs for worms 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 <laughs> uh, loves them absolutely loves them <laughs> um and so uh what, what support have you guys had from the, the media you get you've been gone so you've been on the radio have you been on the radio yet oh yeah we get, we uh, went on to radio shropshire a couple of weeks ago on to the uh, seven o'clock show which was great fun we took along some yarn with us and uh had a nice chat about the whole project and what we were doing. They're nice guys on there. I, 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 the whole live radio thing scares me, you know? Yeah. Well, we thought we'd be <laughs> there for maybe four or five minutes and 40 minutes later, we're still chatting away. I shouldn't say that really. One day they'd be like, oh, what about Alex Whiteley for the breakfast show? And like, oh, no. Remember on the podcast he said, you'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what? what is, what did you, did you say what the project was for next year what you had an idea for you kind of didn't did no. i no okay so we did i'm intrigued we did potato know. day oh. well we're hoping the whole so our whole program uh it runs events throughout the whole yeah, year yeah. um and it's aimed at getting people into the green spaces into public green spaces getting them outside oh. um not just kids whole families so the potato day was just one of them and that, that was the first one that was in february uh the next one's going to be the easter nature trail and that's when we're going to launch the yarn bomb as well um, and then we've got um, events more growing, so peas and beans and sort of looking at different seeds. And then going into autumn and Christmas time as well, we're doing uh, a little bit about feeding the birds and wildlife. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me when I was a kid when they used to do like street parties and things. You know, you used to get everybody out and you used to like, I don't know, put food on a table and they'd play a bit of music and everybody would be out in their gardens having fun. You don't really see that much anymore. Well, not where I've lived anyway. I don't know about Shrewsbury. And wouldn't it be great if all that food on the table was grown by all the people that turned up to the, amazing, to, to the party? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the dream, Alex. Mm. I was speaking to a lady just up the road from me uh, in the last summer and she was like oh we should do a like Bestford Square big up anybody that's listening to from Bestford Square sat in the <laughs> kitchen uh, uh, she was saying we should open up all the gardens and oh, it'd just be amazing to run bunting and things for the, the oh it's just oh, it sounds like a utopia <laughs> really well you, you guys in Bellevue have got you know something similar with the open gardens that, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. cool event mm. you know that's is there anything else that you want to say about this? I mean, I, I, I didn't I, write any notes. This is an impromptu show. I usually sit down and write notes and do research. Do a look at my Instagram. You'll see. Uh, so I'm kind of um, running on gas at the moment. But if there's anything you guys want to say about it, I mean... I think personally for me, being involved with the yarn bombing has been really lovely because I've got to know people in the community that my I would not have met otherwise. Great point. Yeah. And it's really nice. And it's kind of, I've made some really good new friends from doing it. And it's, you know, we've all got something in common in the fact that we like to knit and to have a pint on a Tuesday night. And it's just really good fun. And like, it's made me feel much more part of where I live, which is, you know, pretty it's unique. It's a really like valid that. point because I wouldn't say I'm a hermit, but I'm not the type of guy to go and stick my foot in, in, in public affairs like I do now. And since I've done the show uh and the podcast i've kind of getting involved with local um uh, events and meeting new people seeing the same people going to things so i guess it's similar for you guys seeing people it's, come out in the community it's really lovely hearing alison say that because the whole castlefields um program for lovely land was about creating opportunity 
um, opportunity for people to be outside to gather, to not necessarily rejoice over the potato, but it was a reason and an excuse to get out and, you know, share a common interest. Um, And again, this nature trail, you know, it's going to be a lovely little activity for the kids to do. But actually what it is, it's about bringing families out, um, getting them together um, you know, when the when the school holidays are here and, and people are at these ends anyway and um and just celebrating, celebrating where we live and realising that we don't need to sort of travel that far to enjoy our outdoor it's green spaces. Creating social infrastructure is giving people something to, to talk about and to do rather than sit in your house and watch Jeremy Carl every day, get out there and speak to the locals. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's brilliant. Um and you know, with with everything that's going on at the moment with like I suppose you guys just deal with young kids or is there a lot of like sort of teenagers and things get involved with this? Yeah, so Lovely Land, we um so we work with lots of schools and early years, so yeah. lots of small children, but also with the community project like the Castle Fields Project, yeah. we're working with a whole families, we're working with anyone that lives in the community. So that just that just spans, you know, the wide range. Yeah, it's amazing. In a world where kids seem to be getting attacked and take things taken off them and funding being lost here, there and everywhere with school and things like that, any kind of help to kind of make people feel secure in their community is I think it's a fantastic achievement, you know. So I do applaud you guys for doing this. Anything to bring a community together is is, is priceless, I think. Thank you, that's great. No, that's I really do believe it. That's why I really wanted to speak to you guys because that there are towns that go by with, with nothing happening, you know. They'll have um, a meeting now and again at a community centre somewhere where they just hardly anybody turns up to, you know. You I know? think Shrewsbury's really lucky. I think there's, there's lots of really, mm. really good stuff happening and... Um, Yes, the, the funding has been cut for the youth centres, but even in Castlefields and Ditherington itself, um, there's the flax mill with the, with the skate ramps, and there are there are there are definitely stuff that's being supported. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about getting it out there and, and and using it and and you know enjoying it. And this is this is this is another reason, guys, why I I love Shrewsbury the way I do. I was just <laughs> saying to you guys how much uh, there is to do for youngsters to get out there and. Whether you walk through the quarry or whether you walk through town where you learn history, where you take part in events like this, you know, there's free festivals that go on through, throughout the year, you know. There's lots of amazing things for kids to see and it's it's another reason why this town is the way it is. Um, how did you guys cope, you know when you're saying it was like snowball and lots of people getting involved and things, how did you deal with that? Because it can be quite daunting, can't it? You know, uh, <laughs> when suddenly there's lots of people relying on you for information and for dates and for this and that and the other. How did you cope with that? Well, it well actually it hasn't become overwhelming. What it's become is it's become amazing. It's rejoiceful. It's it's confirming and it's motivating. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's not um, loads more work because all of those people have an interest in what we're doing. They want to help and support. So I've just got like ninety new friends that are helping me out on this project. So it's 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 been absolutely fantastic on that level as well. I, this was just an opportunity for people to get together and people have got together and people are doing amazing things with it. So it, it's really wonderful. I just wanted to say as well that when we don't just meet in pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that out there because, right now. <laughs> you know, we're talking about inclusivity and we're talking about including the whole, you know, community and some people don't like going in pubs. I, I, I've never met one, but apparently <laughs> there are people out there and, you know, evenings are difficult for, no, they're difficult for me, but yeah. I, I seem to manage. I seem to manage. <laughs> um, so we are starting to run events in the local community centre, and I, I believe the first one's going to be this Saturday, but I might have got that wrong. 
but this goes that you can cut that bit out. I cut, you can send me anything. <laughs> I Rachel said something about this. I do like a, a monologue at the beginning, so you can send me what you need okay. to, and I can put it at the beginning. But um, they'll definitely be on next Saturday uh, yeah. at the community centre, um, which will be family friendly. There'll be toys for the kiddies to play with. There'll be tables set up with yarn. There'll be wool to take. Um, please bring any wool if you have any. Um, bring some needles. Bring some crochet. Um, if you haven't you haven't got a clue what I'm talking about, just come and have a look. We'll mm-hmm. have some of the work there laid out for people just to have a look at so they can get an idea of what's going on the bridge. Um, and yeah, hopefully we, it should be a really good day for everyone. I, I bet I've got people out that listen to this show that have got, <laughs> got materials and got skills. So if you do listen to the show, you had no idea that this was going on, make sure you get in touch. Um, the Facebook group. Uh, which yeah, is- you, can, you can get in touch on the Facebook group, which is through the Lovely Land um, page. Um, Lovely Land's got a website, so all the links are set up on there. It's um, lovelyland.co.uk, so go along uh-huh. and check that out. Um, and if you just want to chat to someone about it, then my details are on there too. Give us a call, give send us an email. Um, any help, greatly appreciated. It's sort of the last push now, really, before Easter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we need a few more panels, time. so if, if there's anyone out there that can knit, crochet, create anything from yarn or wool... How? That's five foot by three foot. <laughs> then what we, size was that again? Five foot by three foot. Um, please, please do get in touch. How close are you? From getting? Well, we're going to be um, laying it all out in this coming week, I think it is, um, just to see how it is all going and kind of, I think we've probably got more than we realise. I think once it's all kind of spread out, we'll be pretty chuffed with what we've achieved so far. But, um, we've definitely got what we set out to achieve and there's five weeks to go. Can you imagine if you get this weeks. bridge looking like a baggy jumper? You actually did too much. <laughs> but you can never have too much. Never, never. too much yarn. <laughs> we'll just extend it beyond and wrap up houses and trees and all kinds. Yeah, the, the yarn bomb is growing. It's growing. Castle fields will disappear. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys going to do with the, the yarn and things afterwards? Is there any plans for it? Well, people have asked, actually, people have asked, like, can I have mine back? Um, which is fine, and, and of course you can. Um, but what we're hoping is that it'll be on show for, you know, a sort of a number of weeks. Then we'll take it down and um, hopefully we'll use it in other community events throughout the year. So uh, Castlefields okay. has a pleasure day in the summer where it's like, it's like a little village fete in, in the middle of Castlefields. Best day of the calendar year. Yeah, we all really look forward to it. Um, big shout out to them who organised that. Um, so I'm sure this year that they will be heavily decorated with bunting. Um, and then and then it will be reeling it out again for next year and adding to it and uh, going bigger and better. Next year they're going to do the Iron Bridge. Did you hear that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're allowed. I think the Iron Bridge is actually smaller. <laughs> it's just been painted. They won't want that. <laughs> oh, yeah, they won't want that. From the sides, I mean. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Well, guys, this has been awesome. I, I always ask everybody the same question when they come on my show. I'll ask you both separately. I'll ask you first. What does Shrewsbury mean to you? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm well, glad I've got time to prep an answer. <laughs> <laughs> to put people on the spot. It's quite good when it's kind of honest from the heart, you know? Well, I, I, I sort of lived out in the country um, most of my life. Moved into Shrewsbury about six years ago. Um, straight into Castlefield, so um, and I've loved it. I was a bit worried, to be honest, how I'd like it in the town. Um, and since having my small children, it's just been fantastic. It's um, supportive, inclusive, creative. There's so many things to do, so many amazing people. Um, I just love it. It's not me saying it this week, guys. It's somebody else. You know, it's, it's repetitive, though. People say this. They say it's this, true. and it's true, you yeah. know. 
What about you? What does uh, Shrewsbury mean to you, Alison? Um, well, I, I was born and bred in Shrewsbury, grew up in Baston Hill, and uh, went off to uni to Nottingham, and then went and lived in Leeds for my 20s, and then came back to Shrewsbury after doing a bit of travelling, because I had nowhere else to go, and lived back at the folks' house. And I just suddenly thought, Shrewsbury's lovely. I'm, I might stay here. And yeah, I've been back for about five years now, and it's just... You know, it's got everything I need. It, the city's a train ride away. You know, nothing's too far from here. Yeah. Um, we have it working Wi-Fi and things like that. So it's fine. <laughs> We're connected to the outside world. But no, it's um, having the countryside on the doorstep, having great places to eat and to drink and to socialise. And yeah, it's just people are nice here. People are happy. And there's community spirit, which is, you know, pretty, pretty good. Fantastic. Right, let's go for this one last time then towards the end of the show. The yarn bombing is going on when? Okay, so the launch of the yarn bombing is on the 20th of April. That's Easter weekend. It's on the Saturday and it will be the uh, Family Nature Trail on that day. So 11 till 1. Mm -hmm. You meet at the bridge, come and have a look at the yarn bombing. And then come and take part in the trail or just hang out, just come and have a look. Encouraging people to bring their kids to take part in the trail. Yeah, big family day. um, Just... Just just come and ha- come and have a look at the work. Um, so that's on the Saturday. There are events leading up to that. We've got a family art session happening the week be- weekend before. Um, all the details are on the website of all the events. Um, and then Lovely Land carries on into sort of uh, the winter, really, with events in Castlefield. Wow. So there's loads of stuff up there. Yeah, go and ha- go and check it out. Got many plans for the summer. It's prime time for you guys gardening. Yeah, well, it is. But, uh, the um the pleasure day sort of we'll be doing something at the pleasure day i hope uh, i think rachel's going to help us out with that one um and yeah we'll be we'll be sort of planting all sorts for those gardens at the front of the yards yeah maybe we can uh, we can start something in bellevue you see you got so you got something going on here let's uh, do it you know. um well guys l- l- listening um if you do have wool, if you have skills and you, you want to help out, make sure you check out the, the website, lovelyland.co.uk. All the links there are for the events taking place and what Lovely Land stands for, what they do and where, they, where their uh, projects were uh, around town. So make sure you get involved. I mean, it's something great about the community. Get your ha- get hands on. Uh, if you've got young ones that aren't in school yet, not in nursery, bring them along. You know? Absolutely. They'll yeah. learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you very much for coming on the show, especially at short notice. Uh, you've been brilliant. And, uh, <laughs> thank guys, you for having us. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been, been fun. <laughs> give you as much exposure as I can because uh, I think it's a great project. You know? thank, you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>